We are now live. Welcome to Show Me the Money Club here on the Ride Share Guy. Let us welcome Jay Crater, longtime uh, creator on the Ride Share Guy. Uh, how many rides did you get on Uber? 26,799 all those OCD <laughs> people are like, come on, get one more just to even it out. And... Right, right. I know. I, I, I know, but I'm done. I, I did, uh, you know, I did all that mostly in, in, the, in four years, 16, 17, 18, 19, and then the pandemic hit. And then when I came back from my tr my travels in Thailand, um, Ralph said, um, "Would you like to you know drive a little bit and kind of you know make some videos about what it's like for you know you to come back?" So I did. I did four four or five hour shifts, and um, I don't know. It it, um, it was really great, you know, being with um, passengers again. You know, that was the part of that I loved the most. And, uh, and seeing San Francisco and Sacramento and Oakland and, you know, just driving around um, and all the old feelings of getting up early and watching the sunrise and all of that was fantastic. Um, um, my body, though, started to hurt, you know, I just couldn't kind of get back into the, you know, I don't, I, I don't remember it hurting like that. So that was a real drawback. And the money, you know, is OK, you know, but um not enough that i would i want to go through the pain again so i think that's it um i think that's it i don't so, think we're gonna we're gonna solve it for your ocd uh audience <laughs> so you're gonna that's it you're quitting for sure now that's it you're done with right well, i can't i never i never say never but okay. um I'm, I'm leaving for thailand for probably another year in july so i i just don't see it happening yeah that's awesome man so, you know, I had a theory why your back was hurting. Like, like, oh. I joked about it. I, you know, you're, you're sipping champagne on the beach <laughs> and then you come back and you come back and get in a Honda and drive for six hours. I'm like, come on, of course his back is hurting. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, my back is hurting by just doing it for three hours a weekend, you know? So I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just, I think we're, we're not built to just sit still, you know, yeah. for that long, length of time. Plus, it, you know, it is a little bit stressful. So you are, you know, there's a little bit of tension because you got to constantly be worried about, you know, cars coming at you and, you know, doing the right things. And, you know, I, I think um, being a rideshare driver, you know, everyone thinks it's kind of easy to do, but really you've got quite a lot going on at once. You know, you've got a passenger in the back seat, you got to drive well, you got to kind of think about who are, you know, you're gonna take the next ride. You got to be touching your phone, talking, so there's a lot going on it takes a little bit of time to kind of get dialed in. so i'm not surprised you know some of that tension kind of shows up in our bodies so looking back to so those four years that you did six thousand seven thousand rides a year right obviously you had a plan that you were working towards plan bc whatever which everybody as you always said when you wrote on the blog that everybody should have right so right. To me, yeah. You you did, ex you did exactly what you wanted to do. You did the rides. You took their money. You saved your money, and then now you're living the life, which is unfortunately not correct for a lot of rideshare drivers. But you're one of the few that did it, and to me, it's like kudos. I mean, all power to you, man. Well, I, you know, we we <laughs> um, I'm just an entrepreneur by nature, 
So it just seemed like people who were driving were telling me, you know, their plan B's. You know, uh, we had a, a fellow named Nathan, and he was a mobile notary, you know, and uh, he told me all about that. And uh, so I became a mobile notary, and my ex-wife became a mobile notary, and a bunch of guys became mobile notaries. I mean, I still get some emails from people that say, thank you for, you know, turning me on to being a mobile notary. So that became their plan A, right? Right. Um, yeah. So there's just a, a lot of things that people can be doing with the freedom and the flexibility they have of driving, um, you know, to, to, to move their life to whatever the next thing is. Um, right. I'm sure maybe for some people, that's it. The dream is to drive for Uber and Lyft, you know, but right. I think for most people, they want to do something else. You know, I, I believe we all have something in us, some gift to give, um, some talent to, you know, share, um, and, and finding that is often the hardest thing, but once you found it, you know, then, then taking action to, to make it happen, make it a business or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, what are we doing this week? Other than we're going to talk about Jay's, uh, new, uh, found, not new found has been dabbling in it for a while, but now yeah. it seems like he seems like he's, uh, going to make a living you know, doing it, mm -hmm. which is again, yeah, his life awesome, after ride awesome. share. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about a little life after ride share. Uh, we have some other topics too, uh, with the fuel surcharge that's, uh, going on. Uh, some people need to take note on that, uh, especially with gas prices going up. Uh, we've got Uber's showing the money. So drivers are taking up, uh, Uber up on that offer, even though that they said they're not necessarily going to. So, uh, that is going to be interesting. We got trip radar on Lyft. Uh, we'll be talking about that. Is Uber flooding the market? And lastly, uh, some poll results of a couple of things that we had asked over on our YouTube community tab uh, when it comes to a couple of the articles that we came across, Sergio and myself, uh, when we prepare for the show. Uh, what's going on basically in Australia and Uber over there? So uh, we're going to go through some of that. So it's going to be a jam-packed show. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> where do you want to start? Um, how, about how about how about how about Australia? Okay, there you go. Yeah, Australia, because I, I I don't know what's going on over there, but I saw in the notes you said, um, um, would you take, would you would you give up freedom and flexibility for twenty percent more? So I'm curious, like what 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 are the, what would I be giving up if I were driving to get an extra twenty percent? So if I made two thousand in a week, that means. $400, right? That would be 20%. So, um, yeah, so that, that got me really curious. So, yeah, yeah essentially what's yeah. going on is Uber put out a poll because they're, there's every country's different, so they all have different rules and things like that. Uh, so one of the things was they put out a, a poll that is essentially this. Would you have freedom and flexibility? Would you prefer that? Or would you prefer a pay raise? And... You know, Uber being Uber, you know, they they, they got to split it up and you can't just have both. So we wanted to give the option of having both. Uh, but yeah, so mm -hmm. freedom and flexibility was was Uber's response or number one response that people in Australia said that they wanted. But in this poll right here, what you see on screen, uh, freedom and flexibility actually was under the 20 percent in the bump of the pay. Uh, so it was 18% to 23% over 591 volt votes. And then, of course, why can't we have both? Why can't you have freedom and flexibility with a pay increase? Why does it have to stay, yeah. you know, the same rates 
or lower, especially with so much going on in the world with inflation going up, with, um, you know, gas prices on the rise and then even on the rise again. Uh, there's a lot of things where it's it's a problem. So you're trying to to curtail the, the, the story a little bit when they do that. And they're saying essentially that drivers want freedom and flexibility and they'll take it even over a pay raise. But right here kind of shows a little different. So um, first off, Sergio, if you want to add to that. Uh, well, I mean, uh, look, breakdown. I mean, it's pretty clear, right? So a lot of drivers go, why can't we have both? Well, you know, that's in a perfect world. You can have anything you want, except that you don't decide where you're driving. You don't decide how much you make. The algorithms do. So when you say, why can't we have both? I really can't take that seriously. I think this, this survey should have been just either one or the other one. Because when you give people more choices, they're going to take the one that's most beneficial to themselves, obviously. So, but to me, it's like, it is what it is, right? People just, um, a lot of people do, we talked about this last week. A lot of people are doing right here. There's two and a half million drivers in the US. Why are these people doing? They all complaining. Everybody complains. 99% of all the comments I read is complaints. And then there's still two and a half million drivers just like there were last year. So to me, it's like, it, it is what it is. Make the best of it and drive. So Jay cannot hear, you know, believe his ears that I'm being positive about this, but it is what it is, honestly. You can complain mm -hmm. all you want, or you can do what exactly Jay did. Get out there and have a goal and save your money and kick ass. I mean, that's it. To me, why can't we have both is like lame, honestly. Okay. Yeah. So the so when they say freedom and flexibility, I guess it's all in what that means. I what I take it to mean is if if we gave you a fixed driving schedule each week, you know, so we told you the five days you're going to drive and the hours you're going to drive, would you drive them and know that you're going to get twenty percent more? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, if that's like the case, did, yeah, just like they did in New York, Jay. Right. So they. Uh, you know, put everybody on a schedule and then uh, you can only log on at given hours. You know, it's not like clocking in and clocking out like a regular W2 job, but they told yeah. everybody, okay, you know, between uh, 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. there is a window or there is a, you know, mm. four hour pickup time that you can work. And then after that, somebody else grabs that first come, first serve. To me, that's, that's useless as well. The way it is right yeah. now, I think it's pretty well set. Everybody understands what they're giving up by doing right share. Mm -hmm. Truly, I don't believe we're independent contractors. That's my personal opinion. I think it's total misclassification. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this is what you have. Work with what you have. If the right. freedom and flexibility, meaning to you, you can turn the app on at 3 in the morning, do a ride. Period. That's what it means. Now, will you get a ping? Will you not get a request? I don't know. But that's not their problem. Their problem is they're giving you that freedom and flexibility. On the other hand, honestly, you know, I don't know what the rates are in San Francisco, Jay, but in LA, they're 60 cents a mile and 21 cents a minute, right? Base mm. rates, base rates are pitiful. I mean, they haven't moved since 2019. While inflation has kicked in and, you know, everything we buy is 150, 200% higher. I think those are ridiculous numbers. Those rates need to move somewhere. I mean, I, I hope it's not down because, you know, you never know. But 20, 60 cents a mile, 21 cents a minute, it's just, it's not going to cut it. Because if you don't, you know, they also promised, you know, Uber said, we have enough drivers, we're not going to, we're going to cut incentives. You know how, Jay, how much we depend on incentives, right? Some weeks, 30, 40% of our income is incentives. Well, if they cut the right. incentives and, and no surge, and we're working for 60 cents a mile, 21 cents a minute, the flexibility and freedom rhetoric kind of is useless to me. 
I mean, yeah, okay, was how can I make money putting 60 cents together, you know? So to me, it's like, at the moment in LA, things are good, although we're going to discuss that on the next few slides. Um, you know, I'm of the opinion that if you do this part-time, show me the money. When they show you incentives, go out and drive. When they don't show you anything, don't drive. That means you need to do something else. Just depending on this on a full-time basis is silly to me, honestly. What um in LA? What um because you're an you're obviously an outstanding driver. What's your um per hour that you that you're making after you subtract gas your gas expense? Well, well from, I started driving driving in August again last August, okay. and uh, I averaged anywhere between forty five to sixty five an hour. Wow, I mean that's. Yeah. I haven't average less than I haven't average less than forty five. I'm truly Jay. Uh, the money I'm making now in LA is equal to 2016. Mm -hmm. And 2016 rates were at buck thirty five and thirty five cents a minute. Now sixty cents a mile. How am I doing that? Well, that's because they show me the money. They give me the some incentives. incredible incentives. Plus, plus mm -hmm. the city. The city literally is bleeding red for eighteen out of twenty four hours. So Surge is involved, mm -hmm. obviously. You know, you know me. I always, use, you know, Surge driver. So to me, mm -hmm. I'm making the same amount of money with 60 cents a mile. But the variabilities remain. That's the problem with this gig. Consistency. I don't know what incentive am I going to get, you know, next week. Am I going to get a consecutive ride bonus that's worth doing it? Whatever, whatever. But to me, at the moment, this is as good as it gets. I haven't seen it better. Now, if there's somebody who was doing it in 2012, was making 90 bucks an hour, different story. But this is yeah. as good as it is in LA, and uh, that's awesome. I can't, yeah. I can't complain. Yeah. All right. Well, we got the uh, the next poll question right there. So this is uh, what bothers you most about driving Uber and or Lyft. Uh, so fifty six percent said uh, their take. Seventeen percent is low rate cards. Eighteen percent is safety, <laughs> and then something else with the comments. Uh, where we got 33 comments from people so i don't know about that one uh, I, mm. I think i think whoever said their take you know i have an article coming up i i actually did a massive spreadsheet going back to august of last year when i started driving in and i put everything in there right uber's take rate is not 50 percent people not on me anyway <laughs> now i know there were rides that uber made 50 60 percent but that's like maybe five out of a thousand uh, they are not every, if if Uber's take rate truly was fifty percent on every driver in the U.S. Uber would be swimming in cash right now. No, 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 no. The the, the survey saying that um, fifty six percent of the people who answered the survey were most well, bothered by the take. Yeah, yeah, they, because they it. you know they're saying constantly, oh, they took fifty percent. They charged the passenger hundred and paid me forty. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course, mm -hmm. that's what they're gonna do. That's what mm -hmm. they're complaining about. That's the number one complaint right. today. All all drivers their take rate. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, I don't think it's that high. I think it's going to be surprisingly low, actually, on me. On others, I don't know. But it's coming up, so. Well, it'll be good to see that article when, when it comes out. So, especially going that far back. And I think that's one of the biggest things, too, is, like, if you are looking at a particular ride and you see that, you're going to say, holy crap, why did they take 50% of my ride? But then, you know, the four other rides that you gave within, you know, the last hour, what was that take? Was it also 50% for each ride? Or did they actually lose money on one of those rides or a couple of those rides? Did it even out to, you know, 75, 25? Did it go to, 
you know, 80, 20 or something like that. So um, you got to really look at all of them in order to see how much their true take actually is not just one ride or, or another ride. I mean, I did 19 rides this weekend, 19 only. Okay. From that short amount of sample data on 17, Uber lost money, lost L O S T because they were offering me $9 extra per ride as a boost plus. And I'm like, they lost yeah. money on every single one. So I'm like, how, where's the 50%? And on the other two, they made like eight bucks. I'm like, okay, well, there you go. I was a net loss for Uber this weekend. And pretty much. This machine here is the new vending machine business, except it's digital. Now, if you're looking to create a business, a side hustle, or make more money, listen up. If not, skip the ad because this is not going to help you. But before we get into that, you need to look at all the people on the screen right here. Everybody who you see on the screen right now has used our system to perform these services and create a side business, a side hustle, and put more money in their bank account month over month over month in an industry that is totally untapped right now. So if this is interesting to you, I'll tell you exactly what it is. This model is fingerprinting services that are offered to your local area. Now, it's not something that's going to make you a millionaire. It's not something that's going to make you money overnight without doing any work. This is a real business. This is something that requires work, but our team has a system that we're willing to start giving to the general public. So if you want to watch a longer video where I break it down step by step by step, click the link down below. It's going to be about 15 minutes. That 15 minute video, if you're interested, you'll be able to fill out an application to see if this is right for you. Now, if it is right for you, you'll be able to pay our company. Our company will set it up for you. It'll be very easy to do, very little work, and it's going to generate you results, recurring revenue month over month over month, side hustle, side business, or just extra money in your bank account with a very, very easy service to do in an untapped industry right now. So if this is interesting to you, click that link down below. We'll see you there. Why aren't you the landlord? Yes, you. Why aren't you the landlord? Every day you go to and from work and you look up and you see apartment buildings, self-storage facilities, office buildings, shopping centers, and I bet at times what's going through your mind is what would it be like if I owned that commercial property? What would the cash flow be? How could it speed up my retirement? Or perhaps you're wondering, I wish I could understand how to buy that commercial property. You know the one, the one where you work in and you see the landlord every day and he's just an average person. How did he do that? How can I be like him? Well, what's stopping you? Well, if what's stopping you is you need a place to begin, I have a solution. It's right here in my new book, Commercial Real Estate for Beginners. Go ahead and click on the link and download your copy. It's free. The link will appear right now on the screen. You don't have to be a gazillionaire or have perfect credit to become a commercial landlord. All you need is specialized and specific knowledge that's contained right here in this book. I wrote this book for beginners and in it, you're going to learn things that's going to convince you that you can be a commercial landlord. Here are three really important keys you're going to learn in this book. Number one is how to become, how to achieve mastery of property evaluation. So in this section of the book, you're going to learn how to calculate cash flow and your return on investment. Okay? I'm going to break it down for you very easily. All you need is a paper, pencil, and a calculator. Anyone can do this. Now, it doesn't stop there. Once you have the 
cash flow and your return on investment, right? You need to decide if it's a good deal, bad deal, or average deal. How do you know? Well, you're going to go to the next section where I explain that, that to you in the four guiding principles of investment. All right? These guiding principles are what I call your decision-making markers. It's a tool that's going to give you for each deal a go or no-go signal. So do not purchase any commercial property until you understand my four guiding principles here. And lastly, I'm going to give you three real deal examples that anyone can relate to. Let's say, for example, you're driving down the road, you see an apartment building for sale, and uh, you go online, you download the information, and from that information, you need to calculate the cash flow, the cash and cash return, and the cap rate. Three very basic things to do. How do you do that? Go to page 70. I break it down for you. ABC123. Anyone can do this. Or let's say perhaps you're uh, driving home from work and you always pass by the shopping center every day. You look up and it's for sale. And you've always wondered, how do I structure a shopping center deal? How do I evaluate that? Right? Go to page 72 to learn how to do that. It's all broken down step by step for you. Or perhaps you're wondering, how do you purchase a distressed commercial property and make it worth millions of dollars more? Well, how do you do that? How do you evaluate that? Well, go to page 81 and see how it's done. All right, so go ahead and click on the link and download my new book today. It's free. Let's get this journey started. You're going to go from, why aren't you the landlord, to I am the landlord. All right, so let's get started. I'm Peter Harris, a commercial property advisors, and I'll see you a little later. We lose Sergio. <laughs> I think I guess so. <laughs> he's he's pretty frozen there, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sergio, if you could hear us, uh, you got frozen up. So uh, he's, uh, he's ready to say that. Say the next thing. <laughs> Come on, it's yeah. Uber and Lyft must be watching. They they hit the uh, the freeze button or something. <laughs> but that's that's a good image if you want to sell uh, RSG merch. There you go. There's the <laughs> there's the rideshare guy hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Well, we'll, well, uh, um, we'll go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say while we wait for uh, Sergio to uh, to come back on, I'm not sure uh, um, where he is there, but we'll take him off for the time being, just because uh, otherwise he'll be like her. <laughs> so, Sergio, if you're, you're there, uh, um, you're you gotta I don't know relog back come in or on something. Come on back. Come on back. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so let's let's uh, let's talk about the. Well, first of all, I, I got I got to point I got to point out that behind you there, you've got the same thing I have in my car, which is I don't remember the company that makes those, but they asked us to do a, a review of it, so they sent me one, and it, it was so supportive of my back, and uh, I wrote I wrote a, a glowing article about it, you know, and uh, totally objective, but you know, really, really felt good. And, uh, and they said, yeah, go ahead and just keep it. And, uh, and now I see you have one too. Yeah. Do you, yep. do you find it's really helpful for your back? Um, you know, I, I've had it for so many years now that yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, it, it was probably around the same time that that they they sent it to you. It was around the same time they probably sent it to me. So it's it's been a few years already, and I've had it in, yeah. and you know the I've just become so accustomed to it uh, that I mm-hmm. have it in there. I don't know if it if it's makes. I mean, when I first got it, you could definitely tell you were, you were sitting up more more straight. Right. Um, it was it was right. definitely keeping your back up. So I'm I'm sure it's just that the body got used to it to this point um where it's it's just part of it so if i took it out i i would probably notice this crazy difference but uh yeah i mean the energy wise i don't know because normally i just drink you know a quick energy drink before i go out um Mm. so i i i don't know i like it it's still there so (laughs) well i mean because we're spending so much time in the car as a driver you know you got to find the things that support you you know to drive whether it's, you know, getting that vanilla sweet cream cold brew in the morning or having that thing supporting your back, you know, having it. Yeah. So it's funny to see it. Yeah. Is there it's Uber in Thailand, Jay? Is there Uber in Thailand? No, no. There's, um, it's uh, called Grab. Grab. Oh, Grab. That's their okay. company that just went public, actually, um, on, okay. on the stock exchange. Um, yeah, they, they Grab is, it's, it's very similar to Uber, though. They do food. They do delivery. They do car. You know, car. Um, they even do. Uh, uh, you know, sort of like a PayPal. It's sort of like oh. this. You know, you, you can transfer money through it. It's it's a, a big business um, over over in um, Southeast Asia. Yeah, a lot of a lot of motorcycle or moped drivers or delivery people there, right? Um, not too mm-hmm. many cars, so it's more earth friendly, probably. And yeah. Uh, oh yeah. 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 And, yeah, uh, grab uh, the super app, super app of Asia, like DK says, right. super app, super app. We're the super app. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's where so, that's where Lyft is go or where Uber wants to go. Yeah, the super app. Okay. Well, I'm I'm running out of time, so can I can I kind of just talk a little oh, bit? Oh, absolutely. Um, the... Yeah. Okay. So so um so I told Harry that I that I was um, day trading that that was kind of my thing now, and uh, he said. Um, would, would you mind making some videos about it so people can kind of understand a little bit more about what it is, right? Because um, it's an outstanding plan B, right? Because you can do it from home, right? There's not much. You don't have to buy a car. You, you know, you have to buy some screens and, you know, have a computer that works. And there's a few services of data, you know, and you've got to find a broker and things like that. But relatively inexpensive, low startup costs, low barrier to entry. And the key is to really learn what your strength strengths are and then practice, 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 and then just don't ever give up, you know, don't quit. Um, so, so I made one video last week, just kind of about kind of an overview, I guess. And then we got a video coming out on Thursday. Is that right, Chris? Thursday? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, called A Day in the Life. So what I did is, um, get the center here. Um, so what I did is I just kind of laid out what I do each day. Um, my day starts at two thirty in the morning because <laughs> the stock market is on East Coast time, and there's what's called pre-market. So I jump in at four, um, which is seven o'clock there, and that's actually my favorite time. That um, and about a half an hour after the open. Um, so I just kind of laid out, you know, the things I do and why I enjoy that schedule so much. And then um, next week, um, we got a video where I'm going to kind of lay out the strategy that I specifically use. You know, how do you find the stocks and 
what exactly am I looking for on a chart? So I, I broke out a chart to show, you know, exactly where I would get in and where I would get out. And uh, that's coming up next week. So, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of what I'm doing now. Here we are six years later. It's remarkable, really, from when, you know, do you know how I met Harry? I was in Bali traveling and uh, I sent him an email thinking, you know, I, I could write some articles for this guy, you know, and and at, at that point we didn't connect. And then uh, then I tried again and we did connect and uh, I wrote some articles and then he said, I need someone to make videos. And I said, I'll make a video. You know? <laughs> and here we are, literally hundreds of articles and videos later, you know, it's, it's uh, quite, you know. So Harry's a good guy. We've 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 done a lot of stuff together. Um, this is a great organization, I think. Um, what what he's built here, no doubt. He's built a yeah. media conglomerate here. No joke. Um, but so on this yeah. day trading thing, um, how do you, I mean? I I've done it for a long time myself. But here's a question that most people would ask, right? So obviously there are risks involved in trading. Correct. So you can do the many kinds sure. of trading and many kinds of trading you mentioned on your previous video, swing trading right. overnight. So you basically trade um, very short term basis for quick pennies. Correct. And mm -hmm. and then, you, you know, I, like, let's look at you. What you do is like a, you know, you're a burger shop. At the end of the day, you want to close out your books and exactly know what you made, what you lost. You have no overnight mm -hmm. risk, meaning that the next day the world can come to an end but your money is still yours. You have some bullets left to shoot, right? So right. Risk, is, risk, is lim risk is limited that way. And the yeah, rewards so could be staggering. Yeah, so that's that's the kind of trading I like. Um, the first the first guy I, I worked with, the first coach, um, he did the swing trading. So I, I remember like it was yesterday, I was in Tahoe in a hotel room and I had, I don't know, Quite, quite a bit invested because the market seemed to be, you know, bullish. It was bullish. And uh, and then Trump, President Trump at the time, he got COVID. And you would have thought the world was coming to an end. And, you know, futures dropped. Everything was just like, and I, you know, and it just put such a scare into me. And, you know, by the next day, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. But I thought, I don't like that. You know, I like to get into something. It goes up, I'm I'm I, I I'm out, and you know that's that. Um, but, you know, it's there's all kinds of ways to do it, but that's yeah. that's the approach that's the approach that I like. And um, right. and the video that's next week, you'll if, for those of you that are interested, you'll really understand what a short-term momentum trader um, does. Yeah, and then was it a, that day that you videotaped the life of a trader? Was it a profitable day? <laughs> Was it a profitable day? The day that I did uh, the life yeah, of a day video? trader? Yeah. Yeah. Was it a profitable oh. day? Yes. That was a green day. Yeah. That was a green awesome. day. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Green day. Yeah. There was we, one we... stock called um, CBIO, which which uh, which really went up. It went up over 200% that day. So there are lots of opportunities. I like to buy pullbacks. Right. And I get in. And then uh, and the, the stock was only worth like 40 cents at the beginning of the day. And it went up to like 140 um, wow. throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it is finding the right stock. Um, 
and, and, and find the stock that's the most obvious for all the day traders out there, because that's the one that's going to get the action. It's going to get the big moves. Right. Yeah. So overall, the, let's say you've been doing it for a year, day trading, correct? Um, how's your, how's your, you know, success been, or has, obviously you have red days, green days, but you're trying to have more green days. I think the biggest problem with a lot of traders swing, any kind of trading is that they start as day traders and then they end up long-term investors because they get stuck into something and they just never get out. They think, oh, tomorrow will be fine. Look at if you mm. were holding, look at if you were holding Uber and Lyft for the last God knows how long, right? You still be going like, oh yeah, one day it'll go up. I'm like, no, it doesn't work out like that. Today, after Lyft dropping 30% after the earnings, it dropped another 20%. I'm like, you know, things, people don't understand, things can drop 50% every single day and still not hit zero. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, right. be careful, right? So so overall, how's your, yeah. uh, yeah. how are your results? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when I look at my statistics, I'm, I'm right about 60 to 70% of the time. So mm -hmm. that's that if I can consistently do that, I'm, I'm good. Um, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always looking at, you know, buying on the pullback. So my stop, you know, my protection is pretty, yeah. pretty low. There's not, there's not far to go be yeah. before I know the trade is going the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the hardest part for me, I'm still learning is, you know, when do you get out? Right. Because sometimes you get out and it goes way higher <laughs> and sometimes you, you don't get out and then it flushes down. So but the, the baseball analogy is, is really, I think, appropriate. So like a good baseball player, you know, it's 400. Right. So four times out of 10, they get on base where, you know, but six times out of 10, they strike out or they don't get on base. So they experience yep. the frustration. And the same thing is true um with with day trading where you know close to half the time you're going to be wrong and you're yep. going to have experienced the emotional loss um that you're going to feel so a lot of it and sergio i know you know this is the emotional maturity yep. to, to to handle that and and that's something that we're, we're, we're always always learning i just watched my coach <laughs> two weeks ago he got real stubborn on a trade, and before you know it, forty grand, forty thousand yeah. was gone, and uh, you know, and, and that teaches you the lessons um, right. that you need to know um, in the future. You know that that's not something I'm going to do again. Yeah, right. So, well, this may be you know yeah. this may be a little complex for a lot of the viewers, but since we have a short, limited time with you, um, I wanted to ask you this question. So. As you know, from my days of trading to today, you know, nothing is manual anymore. Everything is computerized. Everything is a high frequency trading platforms with algorithms, you know, pushed it to the market on a half hour basis by math PhDs. Right. So you're trading on a manual basis, I'm assuming, or are you trading with an algorithm? No, no, I'm doing I'm doing my own trades. Yeah. Okay. Doing your own trades. Okay. So how do you see, you know, your disadvantage against these platforms? Right. So. Maybe they're not in the same world as you are. You're dealing between two and eight dollar stocks. Maybe they don't mess around that much because you can't move a couple of billion in half an hour in those types of stocks. But do you see that as an ongoing problem? Like, have you had experiences where high frequency guys took you to, you know, to school? And then because because there's a lot of well, fake there, orders out there, you know? Yeah. Well, there are certain things you can see that can kind of tell you, you know, if there's a hidden buyer or a hidden seller. Um, yeah. And there are definitely algo spikes. We call them algo spikes. Yeah. So 
um, when, when, when news comes out on a specific stock and then everyone looks at that news, you'll see it jump pretty fast up, yeah. right? And that's the algo. So if you're fast enough, you can get in before the algo takes it up. And then you got to get out fast because once that algo is done with it, it's going to, it's going to flush again. Um, so I think it's like, it's like being a rideshare driver, you know, Uber changes the rules and you got to kind of learn how to roll with them. Right. So, um, so no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the algos are going to take over and make it uh, unworkable for us. Um, cause there are just too many of us out there, um, you know, doing it, doing yeah. it manually. Um, some yeah. some some individuals do try and create programs, you know, um, that will do the trading for them. Yeah. But um, I th I think you need, I think intuition uh, is an important part of it. You know, the more you do it, the more you kind of get a feel for, you know, the way something's going to move based on the thousands of times you looked at that chart. You know, um, so that's that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, somebody so, asked if I trade penny. Yeah. Somebody asked if I trade penny stocks. Um, I trade stocks primarily that are um, ideally between five and fifteen dollars. That's kind of my sweet spot. But um, but anything kind of under twenty, um, I'll look at. Um, and then it's a then it's a function of you know where they show up on the scanners, right? What kind of yeah. what kind of growth have they shown um, in that day? What's their float? Um, you know, do they have some news? Do they have a catalyst? So these are all things that contribute to picking a few stocks that I'm going to watch for the specific move, the specific action that I want to, I want to take. Right. Because so I got to run. What's okay. that? One, la one last question. Um, okay. So no knowing your coach, right? I know who he, who he is um, without mentioning names. <laughs> so he usually does what you're doing, obviously. So, you know, you're three hours before pre-open, right? And then you're done, you know, specific standard time, you should be done at like, eight o'clock latest, right? So yeah, what are you doing yeah. the rest of your time? What are you doing the rest of the day? Yeah, so from eight to nine, there's a, there's a guy in that same program who does kind okay. of a debrief. Um, he's okay. been trading for a long time. So I, I, I okay. kind of hang out and I can ask him questions. Okay. Um, and then I, I go work out. Okay. So I work out um, and then um, I do a little studying. I still study, you know, at the market in the afternoons, yeah. you know, and I've got a life, you know, I've yeah. got, um, I'm caring when I'm here. I'm caring for my mom who has Alzheimer's, um, and uh, that takes time. You know, getting things fixed up around the house and just just life. You know, I got a daughter in medical school and Super. friends and other activities and stuff like that. But you know, and I also go to bed pretty early. I go to bed okay. at like seven. Well, obviously, right? yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're going to be so, up at three in the morning. Um, yeah. Thailand hours, yeah. do they match, you know, how, how are Thailand trading hours working out? Like, is it, what time yeah. of the day is it there and how does that work out? Yeah. So I would eat dinner at five 30 and then, um, I'd be on my computer at six and the market would open at eight 30. So oh, at great. Night. Oh. yeah. So, so I'd be done by like 10, 10, 30, 11 at the latest, um, That's in super. Thailand. Awesome. So instead of the mornings, it's, it's in the, uh, in the evenings and, uh, you know, freedom and flexibility, you know, you can work Monday through Thursday and then take a three day weekend, um, which is particularly enjoyable in Thailand. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, Jay, yeah. uh, thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, it was great. All, all the all the best success to me. you, man. All the best success. Yeah. Seriously. We can do this you know? again. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you, know awesome. you gave us the idea. We'll do it from the beach in Thailand while you're. <laughs> okay, champagne. that's right. That's a promise. That's a promise. We're planning, Harry, so you know if you're watching this, Harry. 
yeah. a trip to Thailand. Okay. Yeah, Harry. The, uh, the crew, the crew in Thailand, <laughs> will uh, do a little research on Grab and start writing about Grab and compared to Uber, and we'll figure out some stories to write. Videos. Hell to of make. an hour. That'll be hell of an hour. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again, Jay. And Thank Jay's you, video will okay. be coming out on Thursday. Uh, so make sure you subscribe and ring the bell for that. So thank you very much for coming on. And uh, yeah, we'll All see right, you guys, next time. Okay, thank okay. you, Jay. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. Uh, Chris, can you put we Zoom thing out there for the, the, his super chat again? Okay, yeah, buddy, listen. Thank you. Listen. No, I, honestly, <laughs> man, listen. Um, you did not email me, okay? Here is this again. The, my email address, Sergio, one word, no dots, at the rideshareguy.com that's it simple as it gets i check my spam i check my email you did not email me you know we were on another live stream today as you know you said i emailed you you didn't email me then i went to your youtube page and found a cell phone number with a 626 area code we know it's pasadena i texted you you didn't respond to that either so we zoom email me correctly please because we're definitely going to do lunch so, uh, but we appreciate the uh, 20 bucks. You know what and that's going to do? Yeah. We Zoom. Yeah. Just to let you know. Don't worry. Yeah. Next week, the duck will be gone. We got the yeah, duck that, off. The <laughs> duck off. Duck off. There you go. <laughs> the duck off. Is it duck off? <laughs> All right. So, so thank you. Though. <laughs> we did our duty with Jay. I wish Jay nothing the best. It's a hard yep. gig, bro. It's a hard gig yep. to, uh, to, uh, to do it. I've been doing it for 30 years. I don't do it like he does, you know, manual training versus high frequency guys. It's a tough thing to do, but oh, yeah. nothing but the it's, best. It's pretty complicated too. And, you know, it, yeah. it takes a lot of, of effort to put, put forward. And, you know, it, as, as he said, he's always kind of, uh, you know, continuing to, to go on his education, you know, yep. e even, even doing like YouTube, um, you know, yep. I'm always watching different YouTube videos on how to yep. continue uh, doing better and, you know, making better content and stuff like that. So whatever you're doing, you always want to continue your education, even rideshare driving, you know, you might think, you know, the best, the ins and outs, and, you know, it's always good to, to know exactly, you know, what is still going on, what changes are coming, all that stuff. So yep. making sure you're subscribed, ringing the bell for notifications from the channel, that's really going to help. And Smash also, that like you know, button. <laughs> smash that like button and even sign up for the newsletter uh there's a lot of great information uh not just on youtube from the rideshare guy but plenty of other especially sergio's blogs that some people might not see um so make sure yeah, you guys are you missing at all i i spoke to this guy on one of our videos shofi alone he goes drive taxi make big bucks we talked about this shofi you know i'm i'm telling you you guys used to be Actually, you know what? If that guy was live, I would ask him this question. Actually, I think I did ask him this question. You know, Uber today, today, um, I don't know how many people saw it. They put all the cabs in Italy on their platform. 17,000 of them. Did you know that? Italy. No, all I of didn't Italy. Hear that until... Yeah, today. All wow. of Italy. All of Italy, right? So to me, this is going to be like a global move. It looks like they did it in New York. I'm sure they're going to do it in San Francisco. I'm sure they did it in Italy. It's where there comes Germany next, whatever. So, Shofi. When they put, I don't know what city you drive in, and I hope you're making the big bucks, buddy, okay? Because I'm with the cab guys. Because first they screwed you guys, and then now they're trying to sleep with you guys, okay? That's just bullshit. Excuse my language. Um, there goes the demonetization of YouTube. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So, so here's the deal. Let's say you're, let's say you're in New York and then you get a ping from Uber. Okay. First of all, are you even going to get on the Uber platform? Are you going to like refuse to, to drive for these guys? Because if I was a cabbie and they took my medallion and shoved it, you know, where I'd be like, hell no, I am not getting on that platform that just screwed me royally for the rest of my life. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I want to, I, I, I'm really interested in that. Like, yeah, I got I'll have that? to look into that. I didn't see that article. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll have to look into that and cichlid. Thank you for the uh, super chat. <laughs> Keep the duck. Yes. <laughs> no, duck off, bro. Duck off. <laughs> duck off. No, uh, cichlid. Let me tell you, recession is coming. I talked to a couple of uh, Wall Street guys today. They're scared shitless. Look at Uber and Lyft. They're already pricing it in. How much was Lyft today? 16 bucks or something? I'm like, bro, uh, I was like, 16.88 oh, last I checked. Oh, wonderful. so there you go. And that's that's obviously post trading oh, hours, so it's not going to be moving too much. But yeah, it yeah. was down I, what 17 percent today. Yeah, another 17 on top of the 30. Um, so can I mention? Uh, I spoke to a Wall Street, very famous Wall Street Journal reporter. She got a scoop. She said, if you want, mention her scoop. So tomorrow, you know, you know, on our latest video, we talked about the DK's come to Jesus moment. Like we're going to cut expenses. We're not going to hire hmm. frivolously. We're going to keep our money. We're going to be, what is it? Uh, free cash flow positive, all that good stuff, right? Yep. John Zimmer tomorrow is announcing their cuts for Lyft and stop hiring and potentially laying people off. Pritika Rana, who is a 12-year Wall Street Journal reporter, she just sent me the link of the article. She got the scoop. I don't know she got how she got it, but she got it. I'm like, boom, there goes Lyft. Even in the bad shit, they're following Uber, bro. Oh yeah. Well, we got a <laughs> we got like, a couple of things to talk about that. Going? Yeah, let's. Why do why don't why don't we talk about what they're doing right now when it comes to Lyft having oh. ra- trip radar? Yeah, yeah. So so <laughs> so I <laughs> I wrote this article a couple of months ago when Uber came up with this brilliant idea that they spent thousands of thousands of engineering hours on with their overpaid coders something called trip radar right so mm-hmm. yeah i'd be sitting somewhere look at these look at these okay people look at these rides they're offering me how wonderful the one on the left i'm gonna make a whole <laughs> 328 to four bucks well wait a minute i have to drive 13 and a half miles to go pick this guy up not happening the middle one oh hell no I'm going to make 19 to 24. Ooh, big dollars. Look at this trip. 15, 15.6 miles away. And I have to drive 25 after that. And then they're paying me 19 to 24. So these are all the rides that they send you. You know what these are, people? These are all the rides, all the rejects, bro, from another state. And they go, oh, look at Sergio. You're going to make 8 to 10 bucks if you drive another 17 miles. I'm like, no, you can shove it. But the problem with this trip radar is, right? If you don't, if you don't, I'm telling you this, I tested this, it's in the article. If you don't turn your app off real fast after a few of these show up on your screen, they're going to ping you with one of these. And you're going to reject it, of course, and there goes your upfront destination privilege. So please, when you see this garbage on your screen, immediately turn your app off unless you're in the middle of consecutive ride bonus and then you're screwed. You have to take it. So to me, this trip radar is unsafe. I call this FOMO, fear of missing out. It says, oh, it's for all the ants out there. They go, yeah. And, you know, Uber says, tap as many times as fast as you can. Jackass, I am driving. 
how am I supposed to yeah. pay attention to the road? By the way, this doesn't happen in phase two or phase three, only on phase one. So all these things are popping up and I'm like, I don't want these things. Can I opt out of this, please, Uber? No, it's not possible. So yeah, they, they announced this with huge fanfare and sure enough, Lyft, like the good old dysfunctional sister that they are, here comes Lyft, here comes Lyft, but I must give Lyft credit on this one, okay? This is so much less intrusive, so much less irritating. It shows you on the screen, look, 10 minutes away, there is a $28 ride. Huh, okay, you click on it. If you're the first one to hit the lottery, you go get that $28 ride. And then on the bottom, on the middle of the screen, look at this, it says go online to match. Because hurry, this match is not guaranteed. I'm like, ooh, hurry. Let's go hurry. Click on that. Let me go get that 28 mm. bucks, right? Mm. So, yeah, Lyft has their own version now. And I'm like, garbage. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> then the real shit. question the real question is, because yeah. I don't have trip radar for, for either platform in my Thank market. Thank God. <laughs> um, we, we don't have upfront earnings either. So, you know, there, there's there's that. Uh, but either way, if you had one, what one? And uh, two questions. First, if yeah. you had to choose yeah. on a trip radar, uh -huh. what do you think is better? Do you think it's Uber's platform or do you think it's Lyft's? Who has the better overall experience when it comes to it right now? For trip radar? Yep. Lyft, for sure. Because okay. Uber's, Uber's comes out with a different annoying noise than the ping screen. It goes, da -da -da, okay. da -da 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 -da. I'm like, holy crap. It keeps popping oh. up one after the other. And I'm like, uh, I'm freaking out. I, I don't even want to touch it, but I know I'm going to get pinged with one of these garbage rides any second now. And mm -hmm. to me, it was like, yeah, Lyft is much less intrusive, much less dangerous. Yeah, this FOMO thing Uber did, you know, for their ants, you can keep it. I, I, I think you guys should allow us to opt out of this thing, seriously. I mean, there's enough rides in LA. Why do I need this trip radar? Why are you showing me rides from another county, for God's sakes? Right? Mm -hmm. If that guy up there yeah. did not get it, why, what makes you think I'm going to accept that one? <laughs> you know I mean? Now, so, the like, other question I have when it comes to the lift is, are you noticing the trip radar rides coming to you after the fact? Or are these just put up and then if you get it, you get it? If not, then it doesn't really pop up. There's no accept or deny and there's no no issues there have Ride you noticed king anything says, the ride share king says who well, sergio i disagree we had the better trip radar sir i don't know what city you drive in but my trip radar experience is nothing but shit. um so um your well, what market are you in ride share king yeah what market are you in bud and and that's the other thing too so, some of the i mean you know, different are markets valid. are always going to have different San Diego. different okay okay so uh so Okay, he says trip radar at airports work. Yeah, it works if you get it. In LA at LAX, unfortunately, you're not getting it. Um, well, no, no, trip radar is not only at the airport, sir. In LA County, trip radar is everywhere. You saw those. You saw those screenshots. Santa Clarita, Granada Hills, Santa Monica. Trip radar is everywhere. And on phase one, it's irritating. Phase one meaning like I'm going to reposition myself, right? I'm driving actually, just because there are so many drivers around me, which we're going to talk about in a minute. I'm repositioning myself and all these things are popping up. I go, I was just going to wash the road and go reposition myself to get a ping as opposed to watch this garbage reject rides from everybody else, okay? So I'm like, hey, um, all I know is, yeah, it's not a friendly thing to me. If there are people- We Zoom's like got it. it right. 
109 watching, 46 lights. Like, smash uh, that like button. Yeah, smash the <laughs> like button. Anyway, so Jay's gone. Now you can smash the like button. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I like lifts because it's less intrusive. But, um, by the way, you have to have a quick trigger finger with these things. Because I have clicked on plenty just to test it. Okay? I swear to God, I don't think I got one. Maybe I got one out of 10 that I tried. Because... You know, you will click on it, and then it will say, oh, sorry, another driver match with this thing. I'm like, shit, man, this is fast. I can't click faster than this thing, right? Well, let's say, yeah. let's say there's five radars at the airport. Okay. Yeah, yeah it will automatically feed you. Yeah, it will feed that to you. It will feed you. So log out if I don't want. I just said that, right, Chair King? What are you listening to? That's what I just <laughs> said. So anyway, but yeah. So well, yeah, that, lift, and lift that brings up that, yeah. that brings up the next whole point is yeah. you know the flooding the market. Yeah, I think this is going to be a problem, guys. Either way, this is going to be a problem. Okay, so this is L.A. Last week, last Friday, last Sunday, everywhere I went. Okay, this is from my passenger app, by the way, and that's my little pin over there. What's the point of on the left screenshot? What's the point of me turning my app on? Look at all those cars. That's like a mile radius over there. I'm like, holy crap, we're back to 2019. Eight cars. By the way, it's always eight. You people know that, right? It's, 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 I think, I think it's Uber's lucky number or whatever. I'm sure there is more than eight, but it's always eight on the passenger app. Look at the middle one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Look at mm -hmm. the right one. Look at the left one. It's always eight. I'm like, garbage. Now, this may be the, re this, the reason for this may be that they had offered nine dollar boost from 6 a.m to 10 a.m so mm -hmm. everybody and their uncle was out there trying to get that nine bucks this may have been the reason for four hours uber said we're gonna lose money but half of your suckers are gonna hang on and then we're gonna make the money after that because i did seven rides with this friday morning i made 52 bucks an hour you know <laughs> but my utilization rate was down to like 68 percent so mm -hmm. i was online four hours and i was active for three hours so before when i drove it would be basically every single minute i have a passenger in the car or i'm on the way to picking somebody up uh i made seven seven from music there you go right chair king okay you're another one we're gonna meet okay LA. you know what i think we're gonna make an la meetup with these we zoom right chair king Bro, we'll have a party. Uh, Here we go. Harry, if you're still watching, sounds like uh, sounds like I Harry. gotta head out to, to the LA now. Yeah, <laughs> the <Harry. area. laughs> Seriously, bro. So nine well, we boost. Can, we can do a New York City one too. Oh yeah, we'll come out to Buffalo to freeze our asses. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so nice nine, now. <laughs> okay, nine boost is worth it. Definitely worth it. But you and your uncle and everybody else, you know, was out there, bro. Okay, so here's the deal. This is a perfect illustration of what Uber's idea is. Okay, so I go, okay, this is from last Friday. No, what is today? Oh, shit, this is it's yesterday. Tuesday. This is yesterday. <laughs> this is yesterday. I apologize, everybody. Okay, do you see this little in the middle screenshot? Do you see all that? You know, the zone that Uber calls it the hot zone where 96% of the rides exist. Now, boost that's zone. A, yeah, it's called a boost zone. Boost plus. It's, it's a new boost plus. It's a new detergent that Uber is trying out. So I'm like, this is look at my screenshot time 6 49 a.m 
right about when the surge is kicking and everybody's going to school and work. Guess what? They put the $9 boost in that zone for four hours. There were so many damn drivers in that area. But what did happen, though? Look at outside that zone. San Fernando Valley, where I live, bleeding red. South, bleeding red. East, bleeding red. Right in the middle, nothing. So mm -hmm. Uber goes, Uber says, I put this boost on. I get all the ants in here. So I have no problems with pickup ETAs. I'm like, I understand Uber. Well, what's happening outside the zone <laughs> so from now on this is my strategy here i'm giving it i'm giving it a tip usually i'm charging for this if you have a boost zone like that in the middle stay where you're at because it's going to bleed where you're at because all the ants are going to be in the zone there you go mm -hmm. yeah that's a that's just bad bro they they yeah, had every everybody in there i mean seriously i'm like oh wow. yeah you look at that map and you just see you see all yeah, around no yeah Every everywhere else, it's on fire, but in yep. there, because and then you got all the cars next to it. You see all those cars right there in that that little small section. Yep. Yeah. And then I can only imagine the amount of cars that are in all around too. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it, it, you know, a lot of cars. So yeah. so um, look, I have a bad feeling about what's about to happen. I um, I'm not trying to be negative. I think the party is going to be over pretty soon because if the economy is going to slow down which the stock market is 100 saying that the economy is going to slow down that's the only time uber is going to create supply because everybody is going to go to rideshare driving to make some money if they get laid off that's like 2010 right so to me uber will end its supply problems but uber's bigger problem is going to be their demand is going to go down because who the heck is going to order a 25 dollars burrito and do a 30 dollars three mile bar hop right demand is also going to go down so I feel like there is pain coming up for both sides. I'm hoping economy doesn't slow down. The party continues for everybody's sake. Okay. That's the only bad mm -hmm. news I'm going to, that's the only bad thing I see in my crystal ball. But other than that, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> you know, driver I, I says think, wrong. What's I wrong, think, I, you know, I, I got to interject and say, I think yeah. for certain people, certain places, I think, yeah, it's going to have, a little bit of an issue where it's going to be a slow down. I mean, the other oh. thing too, is you got the summer where, you know, many areas are going to slow down. Colleges are yeah. done if you're in a college town. Uh, so it's going to slow down. So, you know, it might be one of those things. If you're, if you're a seasonal driver uh, or cyclical, uh, this could be a time where you look at something else, uh, at least for the time being, and then come back when it gets busier or, you know, just implementing correct strategies. But the other thing too, is even though, you know, the, the, whole economy might go in the tanker and looks like it is uh, people are still going to want to go out to the bar people are still going to want to get out and have some fun so if you position yourselves correctly then you can still go out there and make money i think you just have to be more aware of the times you're going out and more aware of everything that's going on in your area to make yeah. sure you are the one who positions yourself correctly and beforehand uh, so that could be instead of just sitting there waiting for a ride to come in, you might have to move around and reposition yourself. Uh, but just being smart about it, being smart about when the times are and, you know, taking advantage of when those offers are happening and try to stack them, as we've said a couple of times already on on these. Um, but with that being said, there is <laughs> a little bit of an issue coming up, especially for those who want to do food delivery. 
Uh, now, most of the time we talk about rideshare because I don't do food delivery. Uh, I can give you I can give you my reasons why on that later. Um, I don't think you don't. But for those who do, uh, we want to make you aware of some of the issues that are going on when it comes to uh, these fuel surcharges. Now, Uber Eats gave a wonderful little screenshot that you see right here. And that is get paid with the fuel surcharge through June 15th. And if you read through it, it sounds, oh, great. I'm getting fuel surcharge. It's going to continue on. I don't need to worry about it. But you got to read into it because in the middle of it, this is where they put in. They are ending the fuel surcharge after June 15th. And they're talking about gas going up again and again. They're talking about $6 gas national average, 620 national average. That means $10 in California. Thanks, a gallon. <laughs> um, so if they're ending the fuel surcharge, oh, you know, man. will that have an impact on your driving? If you are a food delivery driver, will you switch? Uh, put in some of the comments uh, for those who are watching the um, post live. Let us know. And again, we do this Tuesdays, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you subscribe to all notifications when you know on so you can chime in with your thoughts, with your feedback on it. But again, we wanna know, will this have an impact on your driving if you are a rideshare, or I'm sorry, or a, a food delivery driver, especially for Uber Eats or for DoorDash? Because DoorDash has also changed their fuel incentives. And um, essentially what it is, I'm pulling up the article just to read it real quick. Um, it says, DoorDash told its drivers it would no longer pay weekly gas bonuses for delivery workers who drove more than 100 miles in a week. Wow. Wow. So yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you yeah. got to think about that? What do I got to think about that? I don't do delivery, but when they're doing it for delivery, why are they doing this, right? I always think deeper than what these companies put out. I'm thinking demand is slowing down on delivery. So I go like, man, we can't keep doing this thing. Although they were just charging the passenger and passing it on to you guys, right? So what does Uber and DoorDash care about the fee? It's not coming out of your pocket unless mm -hmm. that 45 cents is a backbreaker and their orders are going down because of the 45 extra cents. Now, if you're paying 12 bucks or 15 bucks for a cup of latte and that 45 cents is bothering you because some poor driver has to pick that up and bring it to you, Mr. Passenger or Mrs. Food or Delivery Person, I'm like, come on, man. 45 cents wasn't enough anyway, right? All the no, drivers all. said, and 55 for right share, not enough anyway, right? So now they go, oh, we'll take it away. Uh, I'm like, why? Why? You, it's not coming out of your pocket, Uber or DoorDash. It's coming out of the person that ordered the food. Are they complaining? Yeah, that, I mean, that doesn't, I, honestly, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they yeah. get rid of that? Yeah, well, that, that makes zero sense, especially as gas is continuing to rise. Yeah, it yeah. stalled out for a little bit. It went down even a little bit more, but, you know, it's it's going back up. Whether we like it or not, it's going back up. And, you know, it, it disgusts me every time I look. Yeah. But, I mean, why? again, why would you do something like that? The only thing it, right? I, I got to say is they, 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 they really screwed up on that one. They should have put a fuel surcharge that was based on distance and done it that way, at least to help offset. So then, you know, if you're taking a longer food delivery, if you're taking a longer ride, then it's at least going to offset. Because otherwise, I want to sit and position myself 
to just take the shortest possible rides I po could just yeah. to, to at least make that money. Because otherwise, you know, if, if I'm taking a ride from Buffalo to Rochester, which, you know, could be a, a, about an hour, hour and a half, depending on where, and you're only getting 45 cents or, well, at least in my market, 55 cents for Crazy. Uh, that, then you got to go back and you're not necessarily going to have a ride that's going from Rochester to Buffalo uh, or anything like that. So yeah, it, 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 they just, they just screwed that. Well, that really goes to bad. show how disconnected these people are. Okay. We talked about that. There's, mm -hmm. there's such a yep. disconnect, right? I mean, we talked, we talked about it on the episode four. So man, okay. 45 is not coming out of your pocket or 55 for ride share. Why are you taking it out? None of your business kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Why are you involved in this at all? It's a deal between me and the passenger, right? Period. One, if they did it on food delivery, how far is behind rideshare? No, I guarantee you in a month or so, not even. They're going to take the 55 cents away too. You know what I mean? Yep. Because to me, it's like, yeah. it's like, because that's like a little, you know, reaction thing. They're going to see, ooh, uh, if we get rid of the gas, uh, 45 cents, uh, get me rich money. What are all the delivery people going to do? Are they going to just not drive? Let's check it out. I'm like, no, we're not toys, bro. First of all, it's not your money. It's the it's the person who ordered the food. Okay, so just buck off or duck off, whatever that is. Right? <laughs> I mean, duck like, off, yes. I'm like, bro, what's your business? Passenger is <laughs> paying happily, and I'm getting the fifty five cents, as if I'm going to get rich on fifty five cents. In this day and age of inflation, we're talking nickels, two nickel, you know, five dimes and a nickel. What is that going to do yep. for me? Really? Get off. Yeah, exactly. And, and and if if you got a problem, you know, handing fifty five cents because you you go and look at the gas station yeah. and I don't know for you, but the, the, what I see on average uh, is like 489 here. And you're probably like, Oh, I wish I had that, but that it's, it's insane. 630. I just paid and if, if, regular and they gas. Got a problem. Fuck. And they got a problem with 55 cents. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come no, on, no, but again, again, Chris, the 55 cents is not coming out of them. It's coming out of the, no, passenger. no, no. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. So the why passenger. are they even involved? Why are they even involved in this? You know what I mean? Well, oh. whatever. Control. Yeah, they, they, but they, they screwed it up either way. So I hope, uh, I, I can only hope because we know hope is not going to happen, but I can only hope that, you know, they do go back to the drawing board and do something. Uh, whether that's, I mean, the other thing too is, you know, if you have all this, this gas continuing to go up, you're going, I know you, you like it going up, Yes. But you're going to have a lot of drivers who are going to say, I can't do this anymore because it's not going to be worth it for me. And yeah. then the system itself is just going to become more unreliable. You're going to have the longer wait times. You're going to have more pay when it comes to it. Exactly what they say they're trying to fight. But are they yeah. really? Or there, are they really what? happy? I talked to I talked to uh, Jackie Davalos from Bloomberg today, right? She mm -hmm. goes, what do you think is going to happen? I go, this is what I think is going to happen, honestly. And then you guys are getting the news now. She's writing about it. And I said, this is, this is what I'm thinking. Uber is also in a hard place, between a hard place and a rock. Look, they put the boost on, right? Nine bucks a ride. I go out there and drive a couple hours, three hours, make 50 bucks an hour, okay? And they lose money on all the rides. That's one choice. Then they take the incentive away, right? I don't go out there and drive, and so does many other people like me, you know, as MTMC club members. Then there's shorter drivers, and ETAs go through the roof. They have a problem. They show the money. They lose money. Okay, they don't show the money. They make money, but then the passengers are waiting 15 to 20 minutes now. You know what I mean? 
So mm-hmm. it's a cash 22 for them too. So what is, what is there to do? There is no happy medium here. You don't show me the money. I'm not driving. And if you show me the money, you're going to lose money. So, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be the CEO of Uber, by the way, actually I would for 25 years. Um, that, was one, that was one comment that I was okay. When I first started driving, it's a third eye mic, mic. When I first tried, started driving for the last six years ago, I would average two grand in 30 hours. Absolutely true. Now I'm lucky mm-hmm. to make 500 and say, yes, absolutely true. true. True third eye mic. Because, or Mike, because when I first started driving for Uber six years ago, Shits and giggles. I would make three grand to thirty five hundred every forty hours. Now it's impossible. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, we Zoom doesn't care about. By the way, you know, with this Tesla Y, right? He doesn't <laughs> care about the about the uh, high gas prices, right? Number one. Plus, that's another idiotic thing. I thought you do know that he's also getting paid fifty five cents a ride, right? What, why but, why why are you paying EVs 55 cents a ride? Right? I don't understand. Why? I don't know. But also they got rid of the Uber Green 50 cents because of the 55 cent fuel surcharge. So there's this this little imbalance that they're trying to to figure out or something. I I really don't know. Okay. But yeah, beyond that thumbs, thumbs down on the 55 cent fuel surcharge going away. <laughs> okay? Yeah, that absolutely. Anyone discussing more dangerous road conditions post-pandemic? Uh, yeah, they're absolutely horrible out there. And wait, wait, are you talking about like the actual sur- road surfaces with the potholes? Because they're absolutely horrendous. And like, if you don't pay attention, you drive over, you know, like a bridge connection. Uh, there's potholes that I've seen are probably like, you can't even tell, but like ginormous that if I take my Jeep over it, I'll bust a tire. And they, they go down, I'll, I'll bottom out too in my Jeep if you're not paying attention. But are you talking about um, hijacking, you know, safety in terms of people coming <laughs> in the car? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Juggernaut Magnum. I don't know, bro. Are you talking about carjackings, especially in Chicago? Yeah. I see a lot of Chicago drivers on the on the here, and Chicago is not a good place to be an Uber driver, let me tell you. All right. No, so, um, what is this one, Chris? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the one. All right, so this is the show me the money. Yeah, this is show me the money right here. Okay, so the one on the left is me, twenty uh, second, couple days ago on Sunday. Nice boost. I think it was eight bucks, maybe nine bucks. I don't know what it was. It was enough for me to get me out for three and a half hours. So three and a half hours, hundred and eighty three bucks. I don't know. It comes to like fifty, fifty five bucks an hour, whatever. And the rest of the time, have a cup of coffee and sit my ass down. That's not important. That's normal for me. Eleven trips. Oh, by the yeah, this is eleven trips. Nine Uber lost money on one day made two bucks and on the other one they made five bucks. So I was like, uh yeah, thank you, Uber. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Dara. I appreciate it. $183 in my bank account. Um now the one in the middle is the special one. Look at that. A hundred and twenty dollars an hour. Right? Good money, right? Well, guess who that is? That's the end of all ends. That's my wife. <laughs> so, so she goes, you know, she's been on the app, never, ever, ever done a ride. She goes, Uber just sent me, she goes, five rides for 200 bucks. Remember, they sent you the same thing a couple of weeks ago? Yep, that's what I did, yeah. Yeah, so I go, oh, really? Let me see. Okay, sure. I, t- I told her exactly what to do with the DF. She 
drove maybe 25 miles altogether, including pickup, and she drives a Bolt EV, right? She got an extra buck out of that, buck 55 on each ride out of that, and sure you go. She took their money. They showed her the money. She took their money, and then guess what? She deleted the app. <laughs> she did. She uninstalled the app. She goes, she goes, are they going to do this again next week? I go, are you dumb? They will never do this again. They're never going to do this again. And then she goes, oh, really? God. See, she goes, really? They're not going to give me this money again? I go, you know absolutely what? not. <laughs> That's not true. I got it twice. No? Oh, I got my it twice, God. yes. Lightning, um, lightning strikes twice. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, they're they're hurting for drivers sometimes in my area. But <laughs> the whole thing th that's the whole thing. Like oh. I I've I've scaled back, you know, I've gone more to Spark right now, um, just with you know my kids and everything being so little. Um, so I I've scaled back the amount that I've been driving. And yeah, they offered that twice. So I, I took it up both times. And um yeah, it, you know, when you get things like that, you take the money, baby. You take okay. it. Yeah. And uh, so, so we say, like, if you're doing this part time <laughs> and if you're doing this for extra, like, even even if you're doing it, like, just for something a little extra and you want to take a little bit of time off, like, just a little bit, just to test this out, try it. So if you're if you're yeah. driving all the time, they're not going to give you no, no, those of types not. of, of they'll give you other ones. Um, so there is going to be a difference. Uh, there when it comes down to it. Okay, so but, I want to read a couple of the comments here. Hold on a second. Uh, it says, Juggernaut Magnum says, Sergio, that's the game. That's right. Hit and rub, baby. Take their money and then sayonara. Timothy says, it's not impossible. I just don't have the time. What do you mean you don't have the time? You don't have two hours? I have two kids too, bro. One plays pro soccer. The other one plays almost pro golf. I'm all over the place. So if I have time, you have time. If they send you this money, go get the money. And then the other one says, VZoom says, outrageous, 240, Sergio. I'm surprised Uber still employs you. It's not me. It's my wife. She deleted the app. <laughs> um, because once I told her, you're never going to see this money again. She goes, really? I go, yeah. <laughs> she deleted the app. She took their 240 bucks. By the way, oh. uh, somebody said, oh, it says, Juggernaut Magnum says, it is designed to make you accept everything. No, sir. If you know what you're doing, I sent her from my house, from our house, to eight miles away on a DF. She did three shorties on the way there, two shorties on the way back, burned both her DFs, maximum 30 miles driven on an EV, and $240 richer in two hours. So, no, no, no. They don't, I don't, we don't accept anything. So, that's it. Is there anything else? I have done five resumes, 200. It was a great day. Yes, Timothy. Absolutely, Timothy. That's it. So, that's it. Boom. Yeah, now we'll go Ooh. have some steaks with our 250 Look at this. right there. Rideshare King had a uh, $3 lift ride to Ruth Chris and tipped $200 in cash, four $50 bills. We have to That's see awesome it. Right Otherwise, there. it never happened. Screenshot or it never happened. <laughs> it's funny that, that for the first ride that I took on that uh, that five ring, that five ride, I took, I took more than that because I was out the whole night. But um, mm. that first one, they tipped me 20 bucks in cash. And it was funny because they were talking about it was a pickup from a bar. And then it was going to, to a house and uh, like halfway through, they were like, I can't like, they were talking about tips and I'm like, oh yeah, put your money where your mouth is. I didn't say this. This is what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, put it, put your money where your mouth is. And sure enough, right when, when we get pulled in, uh, you know, they pulled out a 20 and said, here you go. Thanks. So I'm like, awesome. Sometimes yeah, you get those rare unicorns, but yeah, it yeah. ended up working out pretty well. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was like, she was like, she goes, 
what are you complaining about? This was so easy. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> you just did five rides and made 240 bucks. Yeah. And your career as an Uber driver is over. So now wait for Lyft to send you the same thing so that hit him again. And there's your 500 bucks. And then it's a total loss. So this weekend, yep. Sergio and Jasmine were a total loss to Uber. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. So that's Well, it. you know what? That that reminds me of one last, before we wrap it up, that reminds me of one other uh, person who decided to take Lyft up on their offer. This was in the mm -hmm. Tampa Bay market. They had, it said, give, um, I think it was like give a hundred rides mm -hmm. and earn $6,000 guaranteed. What? Yeah. Oh so my this, God. This is, it's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Why Six, not uh, me? Why not me? Guaranteed for 100, this was last year at this point now. And oh so the person God. signed up, did it all in one week, did all, all the rides, made $6,100 Turned off the, the uh, app. Holy shit. Never went back on again. I don't know if they, I, I they drive again, but I oh would, man, I wouldn't. Six thousand bucks. Shit. Why, why would you do that again? No, no. Lightning will never strike you twice. We zoom oh, says I have a screenshot. We zoom says I have a screenshot making sixty one dollars on it. Hey man, let me tell you something. You're, that was probably like uh, uh, was it X? Not yet. No, no. You're in a Tesla Y. On Halloween, I took one guy. 0.6 miles <laughs> he tipped me eight bucks in the app i made 52 dollars because there was a 33 dollars flat surge attached plus that and i was like who the frick would pay 53 bucks for 0.6 miles a drunk dude obviously so i was like oh hey, yeah i take the money do you ever that, accept that's the like... long distance ride knowing they'll cancel depending on what platform okay uh, depending on uber yes because uber passengers are very impatient they're so used to getting picked up in three minutes anything over three minutes is unacceptable they'll cancel it themselves anyway so if i'm in a streak or something yeah i'll take it and then what happened on lyft here i have two words for you hell and no okay there you go <laughs> like so amen to that um yeah man i was like no, crap i was gonna say something well, something else uh, before else? yeah i had one last thing and i can't remember what it was now um i don't um, know but Jugger juggernaut thanks for the uh super chat appreciate oh, yes. that yes sir thank you and um, I, I would agree um you know i i don't accept long rides when it comes to to lift yeah. just because that whole rerouting crap uh i i, I, I don't that. know where i'm going yeah like what's the point so i'm actually looking forward to john zimmer's uh come to jesus moment like uh, dk did like a month ago you know, this come to Jesus moment letter that we discussed on the latest video, which like blew up. So now so John they, Zimmer is having a come to Jesus it? moment. Get go? I get sent go you the, I sent you, no, 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 not that one. The get no, go no, no, what I'm, no, no, get Uber go did, go, was, Uber did yeah. go get 2022. No, no, but... no, no, I, that's not the one. You remember DK said, we're going to cut everything. That wasn't part of get go. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah a month yeah, ago. That, after that the was earnings. like the day after the earnings yeah, call. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Go, we're not going to hire anybody. We're going to cut incentives. We're going to screw everybody. We're going to charge the passengers triple and pay drivers nothing. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we did the video well, about that yesterday. You remember? Yeah. This, this brings me to one last thing. I mean, with <laughs> with stock, with with Uber and Lyft stock tanking, Uber stock mm. down 9% today uh, and yeah, right around the $20 mark. And yeah. uh, Lyft's stock down 17 percent today right at the last i looked it was 1688 it's probably a little yeah, different man. now 
but you still want to get paid in stocks? Yes. Yes. Okay. 100%. The okay. reason for that is the reason for that is it's a liquid asset, right? So number one, and in in the stock market, there's a theory. You know, in these cases, I would accept stock. The reason for that is a rubber band stretches out so much, right? Unless it breaks, and then it's you know, like oh, you're bungee jumping, right? You're hoping and praying that rubber the band doesn't break, and then you don't get splashed onto the planet. You know what I mean? <laughs> so on lips on stocks case. The bear market rallies are fast and furious. So I see if I bought Lyft today at 17, I'm not giving anybody stock advice, people. Okay. So don't, don't, don't take it the wrong way. Although, you know, if Harry lets me give stock advice, we'll create like a, what, what was that? Patreon and Discord and we'll do stock advice for you guys. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, so it will bounce. Like I guarantee you there will be a move that's like 30% from either 16, 15, wherever it's going to be from, it'll get up to 23, 24, 25. And then the, on the next rollover, it'll get down to 10. Next one will get up to 16. So nothing goes straight down. You know what I mean? So I'll take it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the question is, how far is it going to go low before it starts rebounding? Yeah. So I don't know. It'll oh. be interesting to see tomorrow. Yeah. I got to read that article. <laughs> one right. I had to drop off. What? Of a camera to El Segundo from Rens. Oh my God, bro. That's awesome. Holy crap. What was it? The Canon R5C? Because that's the camera I want. <laughs> oh, there you go. One ride. I had to drop off camera. Okay, I got one. Man. How do you that make it? 10 bucks on a ride. Screenshot or it never happened. Right, <laughs> yeah. I'm just messing with you, bro. I hope you did, but that's the little. I, I, I want to. I'd love to see that <laughs> screenshot, though, just I to, just to add that into, into something um you know some of the earnings when when uh, we go over that in some of the videos or anything like that that's right that's share. insane right sergio at the rideshareguy.com yes <laughs> one word we zoom one the rideshareguy.com one word no dots no slashes nothing okay oh you there you go do. 5x fair multiplier that's yeah uh, see, yeah so, when was that bro that. that was 2016 come on bro i had i had so many 5x's it's not even funny somebody I mean, yeah, somebody uh, asked me um yeah bring that somebody back. asked us earlier yeah. <laughs> i don't remember who that was this was earlier in the live uh if using the fair multiplier i don't I, i'm not in california i didn't have access to that because we didn't pa we didn't have an ab5 um we're in buffalo yeah. i'm in buffalo at least and we don't get anything until it's already passed the due we don't get tested we don't do anything so October 30, 2020. What do you mean? You, you when did they give you the penny surge, flat rate surge? What was did that? They give it to like, oh, flat says, rate? yeah, flat, yeah. No, flat rate. Uh, flat rate surge started um, way before. It was after uh, it, it was after the majority of markets already switched to flat rate. We had the multiplier for quite a while. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but oh, okay. Well, right, Chair King, you're in San Diego, right? Well, you may have to drive for a. Uh, for a driver's get together because I for sure ain't driving down to freaking San Diego. Um, yeah, Harry, Harry's gonna have to fly me out there. <laughs> yeah, hey, you okay? Hey, man, we need to do a you know after like few of these more like maybe after the eighth one we need to uh, we need to do a driver's night out. How about that? That's a good idea, right? Do live stream where we're at a car show or something? Or no, at, we're not uh... gonna be at a car show. We're gonna be Sam's downtown, and whoever is in LA knows what Sam's downtown is. So. Tell, take some permission slips from your wives, please. And then, yeah, that's it. Um, so what else we got? Anything else? We got Jay. That, we took no. care of Jay. 
Thailand. You know, I forgot to ask him that. The nickname. Oh. Thailand J. <laughs> Bangkok J. Fuck. Anyway, okay, I'll, I'll email him. So everybody, yeah. email me, please. Send me the screenshot. No, I believe you're right, Cherry King. Why would you lie? I'm not saying you're lying. But 5X, Oh, no, course. I'm not saying what that either. Yeah, 5X. I just think it... Yeah, but uh, but again, anybody who has any questions or anything, comments yeah. uh, beyond, uh, you can always email Sergio at Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Uh, yeah. Are we done? Overtime. Well, again, if you want to, huh? Overtime again today. Uh, just a little bit overtime. But with that minutes. being said, it was great hanging out with everybody. We will see you next Tuesday. Uh, oh, do we have no. a guest lined up Sorry. next week? Sorry. No, no, we don't. Well, we may. I'm negotiating. Okay. I have a question. What's the question? Marcus Fraser, you got one minute, bro. Yeah, you got What's one minute. <laughs> Can you guys let him ask the question, please? Marcus Foster, what's the question? About maybe we're with merging. No, no merger, please. It's garbage. Two garbage merging makes one big garbage. So no Timothy. You know what? No, I think next week. I think next week. Should if, we have the if, professor um, on next week? What's up? Should we have the professor on next week? Um, if he you can, if not, we'll do, uh, if he can't, then we'll do, uh, uh, we can do a Q and A. We yeah, can well, have oh, a, yeah. an entire, Maybe, yeah. unless there's some major topics that come up, then we can, um, come on, Marcus, See, you got, uh, a Marcus, little bit more. Marcus, come on. Okay. Okay. So Sebastian <laughs> says, while, while Marcus is typing faster fingers, Marcus, let's go. What do you do if a passenger damage your vehicle? First they go GTFO. You know what that means in New York terms? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what that means, Chris? You know what that means, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then you you it's just beat the, shit, you beat the shit out of them. That's what you do. Um, what are your thoughts about making Uber no, no merger? CC Blue Star yeah, just showed up. They would allow that. Marcus Fraser, what's the question, Marcus? Foster, sorry. I apologize. Honestly? Are you trolling us now? No. Okay, I think no so. No question. seconds. No question for you. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 5, 3, <laughs> no question for all you. right also for you but well okay. yeah i think uh yeah we'll, we'll uh if we do a q a we'll uh make note yeah. of it in the youtube uh youtube community post you know, we'll do like half hour that. regular half hour q a how about that okay yeah we'll because do that we have so to we'll talk plan about on that we have um, to talk about john zimmer's uh come to jesus moment tomorrow again. true we, we but it to. depends too if uh if we have our guest on next week uh if not then um so we'll we'll, pl we'll play it by ear because we, we schedule these things sometimes out a little early, sometimes not. So um, with that yeah, being said, everybody, uh, I don't know what happened to uh, uh, the question, but if you need it answered, uh, Sergio yeah. at the rideshareguy.com. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you sure. subscribe, ring that bell for notifications, all notifications, and check out all the great content that's coming out uh, here at the Rideshare Guy. Great hanging out with you. We'll see you next yes, week. Sir. See you guys.